Hey gorgeous. Okay, so recording this at the end, but I wanted to insert this clip in the beginning because I walk you through these five stages of transformation and I actually want to give you the end point first. Okay, so you know how people, when you're intimate with someone, um, anytime you have sex with someone and you have this kind of like, um, like a, a glow that you've just been fucked, right? Well, a woman's body is fully opened up and it's open up to her electromagnetic field it is, is really what's happening. Somehow, I know it's probably my fault now, I think I don't have a download. I think I um, initiated this whole transformation, long story for a different day. Somehow becoming that, how to say this, somehow becoming that woman all the time. But because you're fully open into your body, it's able to fully in, enhance electromagnetic frequency, right? Well, as women, and I don't, I you know, I don't believe, I believe all relationship. I believe in not sexualizing our bodies in the way that other people have sexualized us. Um, but I'm also very cognizant that even up to this day, you'll hear me throughout this podcast, there's areas that I've struggled and I still still can struggle today because of it. Um, So I just wanted to, I know what I'm saying sounds super different and like I am this strange bird with pink stripes and polka dots. But I wanted to pick a point that everyone not can just relate to what's actually happening is this whole thing of like when a woman has a whole lot of sex and she has that fuck me glow, right? It's it's like um that glow is actually her electromagnetic field. And so that electromagnetic field has a secret frequency. A secret lingerie story that the book hasn't been open till up until now. So that was my two-minute brief kind of intro, but hopefully this helps to put a package on this just a little bit. You know, like the bow on top of Christmas present, so to speak. Hi, gorgeous. Don't call it come back. <laughs> but I have something that I need to get off my chest, and um, that's why I'm recording this podcast. So the Olympia was last, well, was it last week? Um, yeah, it was last, the Olympia was last week. All the reviews of the different comparisons and everything that's coming out this week. And... The Olympia is one of the biggest bodybuilding shows that exist. And when people were doing reviews, different coaches, different bodybuilders, there are a few keywords which just really struck out that I want to share with you. Um, first three, the structure becomes alive for uh, you need Olympia level training for Olympia level conditioning. And then something that I wrote for myself as I'm training for a sport that doesn't exist. This isn't this 
next quote doesn't come from Olympia, it comes from Shiloh Sanders. Um, and he was just talking about that, about whether or not he would, you know, go to Colorado. And he said, like, at, well, one, he said he loves the coaching staff and what his dad's doing and everything. Um, but he also needs to think, like, he's trying to go pro soon. So he's actually going to graduate from Jackson, and then he has two more years to play football, so he needs to kind of be in a place where he's good now, right? So he's looking at all his options. But what I love what he said is at the end of the day, it's my career and I'm the one out on the field. And I want to offer that to you, regardless of who you, you know, try and make happy, what kind of um, inputs you're kind of getting from other people, whatever other people have suggestions about your transformation. At the end of the day, this is your career. And you're the one deserving to be playing out on the field, which actually just brings me to something in transformations in general, especially when it comes to, um, I don't, I'm just going to say the word divine feminine transformations. That's not really what I mean, but um, especially since the podcast has kind of evolved to that point, that's the word I'll, I'll use. I know I had so much... Um, and this could have just been a personal thing, but I felt like I had so much influence to continue the transformation. And while there's sometimes some transformations like the one I'm in right now that you can't stop, at the end of the day, this is you. You deserve full agency. I remember there was one point in my transformation where my my vibration was super high. So I was able to do something that I don't really want to go into detail. And I think it awoke other, I don't even like the word souls, but they were like, oh my goodness, like someone's actually able to get all the way up here, right? So because it was kind of, um, I'm just going to give you a metaphor. So I was able to unlock some form of, not some form, like vibration went so high, I was able to unlock a goddess paradise, right? I was like, that was Paris, because it's easier if I just tell you guys what actually happened, and I don't want to. <laughs> so let's just say my vibration was so, so high, and there was something really personal that I was able to do because my vibration was high. However, other, other spirits were like, oh my goodness, someone's vibrations has been able to get up to this point. And so then they started sending me their memories as well to my womb, right? So there's two different ways that you can think of, and that's personal just to share that <laughs> on here and to share that to the public. So there's two ways that you could do it though. You could be like, okay, so let me let me go ahead and make sure that I get to this person's me uh, memory and this person's memory and this person's memory. And these were like powerful messages, right? These were like, you could say like powerful women or powerful spirits and they were all like they had been waiting for someone to kind of not even waiting but like oh my goodness there's a town there's a way for us to reconnect with like and, and tell them to, to just it takes women need their help and help and to honestly we can't even need their help i'd rather this sound mixed up and me make sure i'm not saying what i don't want to say i'm saying and i'm i'm sharing something for you to get the i just just of it but because I, I am, um, but 
they were really eager to be able to share these transmissions with me, right? To share what had happened, to share these memories that they back to earth. And I told them no. I told them no, not right now. This is my womb. This is my memory. I knew I was beyond grateful for that very personal, intimate moment and that special thing that happened. Um, but in terms of any memories that were going to be awoken in my body, in terms of any transmissions, the only one I was going to wake up were my own. And I don't think we hear that in the spiritual community enough. I think it's a whole lot of like, well, see, see how far you can go here. See how far you can go there. See how far you can do X, Y, and Z. It does not matter if you can connect to, I'm just making something completely up. If you can connect to 400 species, see the beginning of the world and see what the end of the world is. But in this present day, in your present life right now, you are miserable. Your body hurts. You can't walk. You are depressed. Like, fuck. <laughs> fuck the transformation. <laughs> Um, because at the end of the day, it's your career. At the end of the day, it's your life. At the end of the day, you're the one playing this jersey, right? Regardless of what happened with the other one, what happened with the transmission, this is your game. This is your play. So just kind of um, knowing that. And then at the Olympia, there was actually shout out to Maureen Blanquisto. Hopefully I'm saying this right. And I love the fact that she's Filipino. Um, when I saw Asha, she's, she's kind of Filipino. She's chocolate, like African, like black and Filipino. Um, with a glow to her body. I guess she's because I kind of like looking at glow to her body, but like from the inside of her body is what I mean. So I was like, oh my goodness, and you know. She's just, you can just tell she's like the world's sweetest person as soon as you saw Marine. You could just tell she is. And I hate it because I think a lot of people, I didn't think I heard after the fact because I'm not on social media like that. So I don't even know if it was on social media if it was at the event. It actually sounded like there was something at the event and not on social media at all. So someone commented below in a video and they said that they were um that it was upsetting that she didn't get a whole lot of support i'm like oh my goodness i believe she's i don't know it's either seven to nine years for her to be able to be miss olympia and apparently a lot of the high level bikini comparison she like nobody saw this coming and she keeps coming back year after year after year nobody saw this coming and a lot of them did not celebrate her for being that. And even if I'm going to be pursuing a different federation instead of the one that the Olympia is underneath, I still love looking at Olympia because I'm like, oh, this is what high level greatness looks like. This is what, boy, that, I don't know why the phrase high level sex appeal looks like because that's not marine at all. That's just kind of saying in my mind, oh, okay, in my mind, in my mind, I'm just having my own private download here. <laughs> so I'm not saying that to her at all. But just think about high-level sex appeals, the bikini that every woman wears, right? And your healing, your jewels, what you do, the crystals on your bikini. So just think about high-level sex appeal, that's the bikini that you wear. Um, well, I shouldn't say your crystals and healing are you, but 
you know, your body moves differently depending on the the bikini and the cut and how it's going to highlight your body. So I had some quotes for this, but I actually, since I just said that about the bikini, I want to share a download that came to you. Kind of think of this as a bikini at first, but then I'm going to take it deeper into the to my body. So a few months ago, I realized my body is Ashura. Um, backing up real quick, there was a quote a few years where I goes where I used to say, "There's a whole lot of women inside this five foot three inch body." Okay. Then I um, this is. A few months ago, I was staying at this Airbnb, and there was this place that used to DoorDash. And every every time I arrived at this place, this little coffee shop area, I would just receive all these different downloads. And one day, I think it's actually walking through the Whole Foods in that little plaza there. I received the download that there were nine different frequencies or nine different women within my body. Then the next day, while going on my morning walk. This just around the Airbnb, which is super cool because there was actually a church of the Lady of Guadalupe, and I always see the Virgin Mary a lot of those places where I go, starting off when I arrived in Texas, and I ended up living in Guadalupe County. So that's something that's kind of just been a theme of I see different things of the Virgin Mary along the way. But I was going on my morning walk, and all of a sudden took up my phone, and this just literally just poured out. I don't remember if this was my body, my brain. I think this was my body, but it just said, my body is Ashura, my brain is Aphrodite, my spirit is Alita to Taurus and Dari, my sensuality is Oshun, Elpis is my sex appeal within, my erotic energy is the Pamagir, my vibration is the Shekinah, my silhouette is of the Virgin Mary, I'm the full combination of a woman and a body, my sexual libido, which really is erotic frequency, is Lilith, and all together I'm Eve. So think about that, how that looks like as a bikini, right? So um, bodybuilding, Coach Adam talks about bikini sculpting, right? And there's different um, things that you can do. So if you want to bring someone's hamstrings, if you want to bring out their shoulders, if you want to bring out their clavicles, um, well, you can't really bring your clavicles, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like you're going to bring up their lats. I'm just kind of bringing up their quads, um, their glutes. I'm just biceps, triceps, delts, just trying to, kind of just say body parts that you would typically know right so that would be the same thing when we're energetically being sculpted in the spiritual realm stay with me here so all these women I just read are different auras right and there's different training things there's something really big in history that happened a very long time ago at the same time like yesterday <laughs> and perhaps even a ways done now because time is is not does not exist how we how we uh, say it does and the universe has been trying and attempting to sculpt the perfect woman through your body the perfect woman that can undo this thing that happened and so when I say things like the body's Ashley, the body's Aphrodite, the spirit's Elijah, Taurus, and Dori, the auras are shaped in different ways. So just like, let's say if I wanted to, what's an exercise that I can think of? If I need to bring out someone's glutes, 
right? If I need to cut down their delts, if I need to take them in at their waist, there's going to be specific movements that I do, right? I remember um, Coach Adam was saying that Laura Lee Chapatos, who everyone thought that was going to win the Olympia, and she actually came in fifth place. He was like, the difference between her being fifth place and first place was about, I forget what he said. It was, I think he said it was like 110 grams of fat or something, right? Just putting that into her diet. Right. And this is just a loose example because I know that's not the exact thing he said. But and, and I know it's like, wow, yeah, there really is. There's. It's crazy how small changes can make huge differences. So in sculpting this body, think about, for example, there were all these souls that were going to go in this soul journey to break something. And I know that people say, oh, well, you know, they all start out as one thing as and then they come down to the earth to experience it on a, on a different level and experiences to kind of make himself great. I'm like, that had never resonated with me. And the reason being is because I look at it from a personal trainer perspective. So I'm like, well, if you're saying that there's this one thing, source God, who puts himself in small pieces that comes to the earth to make things better, my major whole uh, comes to the earth to gain more experiences, to, to join up to himself. A major hang up with that is that as an ex-personal trainer, I still think in a personal trainer mindset. And so I'm like, wait a minute. So that would be like me and my personal training days gaining weight. I mean, now like gaining weight to experience what it's like to lose it. That's not high performance. (laughs) Like that doesn't make sense to me. Whereas it would be me as a personal trainer, ex-personal trainer, if I want to take it to the next level, I mean, a lot of trainers will do Muay Thai, bodybuilding, powerlifting, you know, I do bikini competitions. Like, usually it like that, I don't think what I'm trying to say is coming out right. And it's not to bring anyone else down because I have to respect whatever, whatever else has been shown. But like I said, the memories I'm having, they're before souls even existed. Like the body clearly existed before this, before this soul did. And um, yeah, and I don't talk my truth a hell heck of a lot because, yeah, being thrown away so many times is super traumatic when I'm going through my own personal transformation. So I just make this a really personal, intimate journey. But this is to say, like, let's say if you say Elpis is my sex appeal within. So in order to sculpt Elpis in a woman's body, you have to be very careful how you sculpt it, right? You have to be very careful on how you add stresses to it. Same thing with Aphrodite. The Aphrodite part was stretched a little bit too much for me. And so there's things that I'm having to do to pull myself kind of out of this what I'm sharing is like super high level so that's why I'm not even going into kind of detail with it um not that I don't think you can't master it but I'd rather it's a it's a conversation for as Mike Rashid says it's a conversation for the um 
for the micro, not the macro. So if someone comes to me with a personal transformation, like this is where I'm at, then I can kind of sit, share even more stuff that I can't share on here and be like, okay, bet. So da 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 da. So the other thing is, I think we're kind of taught, at least the impression I was that we're taught that like, oh yes, God is training, whatever you call God's transformation is supposed to thwack you upside the head or rip you apart. It's not actually meant to be that way. It's just that the universe needs a certain outcome. The universe just needs a certain outcome. And so it's kind of like oh, the squats don't give you a booty, hip thrust do. But it's like if you were like, okay, so if you do, don't, do not do this, guys. I'm picking up a random number. Do not do this, please. This is like the worst exercise suggestion ever. But if 500 squats gave you a booty and the universe needs to have, you need a booty by Saturday to look great in that dress, then like 500 squats have to be done in some way, right? Well, this is actually a perfect metaphor. Instead of, and let's say you're only five days out from Saturday, right? So Thursday, Friday, so it's Tuesday. <laughs> Let's say it's Tuesday. You need to have a booty by Saturday. Um, and you know that 500 squats by Saturday will get you that way. What would have been smarter is to do 100 squats a day. Right? Or let's say not 500. Let's say 50, 50 squats. 50 squats. So much more believable number. Again, do not do this. I'm just using a metaphor. Let's say, okay, do 50 squats. Um, you can do weighted kettlebells. So I know that I would have to do 50 squats. I have a kettlebell here. She's traveled with me everywhere and every place I've lived. Her name is Bertha. She's 45 pounds. <laughs> She's my baby. <laughs> well, let's say that didn't happen. So throughout history, this, the souls that signed on, they're like, hey, I need you to come through. I need you to be able to, to sculpt a high sex appeal world, but I need you to undo something that was done in history two women's bodies, right? And different souls took this journey and they were picked and they were selected and they were asked if they would do it because of their tenacity, because of adversity. Well, the thing is they go through, through all their different lifetimes that they live, things happen to that spirit and soul. And when I'm saying that, it's literally, it's just the sexual core that's inside of a person's body like an apple. So there's this special core, and it's like, okay, we're going to make a person with this same special core. We're going to make this person with the same same core. And so I'm talking about the core. It's not actually spirit. It's this core that's inside of different people. Um, and, I mean, for much of it's good, they can go all the way down to, to the earth, all the way down to the world. And depending what happens, this core kind of gets tainted. And so I've met a lot of people in my journey where I can see, like, I can't see, but like the part of them that's like, oh my gosh, please free me. Please want to get me, get me out. And I can't get them out because of the, because of the body that's, it's just, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But it's, I mean, it's horrible to go trans transformation by myself. But to have to, y'all, I can't, it is so 
painful to see women walking away from their ashes. It's so painful to see women walking away from their bodies that you don't have any idea. <laughs> um, oh. Where was I going to go with this? Was I saying? Okay. Well, I totally don't really know who I'm saying, so I'll just do a few quotes from Maureen, who wrote in Olympia, and this was just stuff that got up on Facebook, but she said, what's for you won't lower your bird vibration, that's how you'll know. Dynamite comes in small packages, <laughs> and then, I love this, I was born to be spoiled, God's plan, not mine, and she was just kind of joking when she said that, but that's super cute, and our bodies are super amazing. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. So our transformations weren't supposed to be that hardcore, babe. Going back to the whole squat example, the whole thing is that the 500, the 50 squats, the 500 squats have been left for the day of that we need the booty. That's what's happened in history right now. The 500 squats, and I know, you, I know, you, I know this was a high level thing, but I, I know you have this. I know, I totally know you have this. The 500 squats are the 50 squats that have all been left for the day, the day that we need the booty. That being said, there's preparation that you cannot see that has already been made. So just kind of know that. Um, and I was actually going to share my transformation here. But... Maybe I won't. Okay. Let's keep moving. So let's say I'm, I'm training for my own personal Olympia. Right? Um, <laughs> my own personal kind of Olympics. My own personal high sex appeal sport. Whatever you want to call it. My own personal transformation. The sex transformation. So there's certain women who have been kind of chosen to go through this sex transformation. And a small thing about, oh, I know I keep on going back and forth. So the thing is, the transformations weren't supposed to be super hard. They weren't supposed to be 500 squats the day of. And the universe, divine feminine mother, she doesn't work in a way that she wants to punish you for you to transform. But the problem is that at the end of the day, there's a certain result or outcome that's needed. So a lot of times, if you've had a breakthrough break open, if you think about it, a lot of times there were whispers, there were hints before, right? There were some kind of whispers, there were some kind of hints. And outside of this podcast, I rarely even say the name of person I am because, um, but I remember as a little kid, for example, I would look stare at Ashra's name in the Bible and be like full of so much disgust at this name. But it was weird because my eyes would stare at the name longer than you normally would. So it's like my eyes knew what people call my spirit knew. My core, my core that's inside of me knew. 
I didn't know. Now, can I handle it now? No, the sure hell I can't handle it. There's things about this transformation that I can Like, no woman would be able to handle what this transformation is. There's, there's no woman out there. If I really go into, like, There's no woman out there. So, um, yeah, the transformation wasn't supposed to be hard hitting as it is. And I just kind of think of whenever something personal goes bad for me, a lot of times I will either buy new lipstick, but a lot, a lot of times I will buy a new set of stilettos. And I don't know, whenever something happens, I'll buy a new set of stilettos. I bought, I'm so excited, I actually went to Salvation Army, and the poor guy didn't know the difference between stilettos and flats. And so, <laughs> he only charged me the flat price for stilettos. You see how I'm excited about this? And I'm like, we're a bit more excited about my transformation. I wish you could see them, because they are so freaking sexy. I showed them to the guys at camp, and they, like, died. They are like, holy shit, these things are sexy. And so... I only, they were only $5.99. I got two pairs of $5.99. At first, when you went to check me out, I was like, oh, I was trying to figure out, like, if this was a sale or was he making a mistake. But I didn't want to bring it to his attention if he was making a mistake. But at the same time, if it was a sale, then I was going to buy more stilettos. But... Um, I realized I was just making a mistake, and I also realized the other cashier was starting to look at my bag super closely, like, wait, what's going on here? So, girl, I, I put my card in so fast to pay for these stilettos, you would not believe it. But yeah, anytime anything goes bad, I normally will go stilettos, or I will uh, go to my planner, which I've been having a pink binder, a pink planner since I was a teen for the sole reason that I felt that I was missing a book on womanhood. I never felt like I belonged. Women were always um, exceptionally hard on me. Um, they always treated me really nasty and bullied the hell out of me. Um, pushed me around like they literally... Um, and I wish I could stand my ground more, but it just makes you more defenseful, if that makes sense. Um, pretty defenseless about it, because uh, what made me defenseless a whole lot is thinking I was super worthless and kind of deserve a treatment. And men uh, have always been completely out of the line. And I just, I never fit in. I never, I was always outside the circle. So I started making this pink binder, which is now the, the Unmake Your Lingerie plan my lingerie practices way back then as a teen and um yeah now I know why I'm so different and so this is uh I guess I'll stop it here for part one and then I'll continue with part two about kind of sharing transformations within why I am so different all right, love, so welcome to part two. So, um, the anatomy of a woman's body is, are you familiar with the term, the tree of life? Well, that core that I was sharing with you earlier, it's actually the tree of life. And 
what I can see is, I can't see, that's not the right word for it, but it runs down the center of a woman's body. I'm pretty sure men have one. There has got to be, not Tricia, I know for a fact they do, that men have that, that same, uh, same core. But something had, they've been fucked with. So someone messed up the core. And one thing I've noticed throughout my transformation is that the eyes, whatever that is, that the eyes of certain men will change. Um, and I've been kind of, not kind of, been very vocal about it. <laughs> been very vocal about it, which please, if you have, if you know someone that reaches out to you for help, even if you don't know the answer, please listen. Because so many people, slut shamed me for this. <laughs> please, so please listen. Please listen. It, I was very suicidal. I had given beyond up hope. So please listen um, to anyone. It doesn't have to be a spiritual or, or a physical. My next was physical. It does not, whatever transformation it is, just all together. Um, so anyhow, I want to speak, speak from a woman's perspective because it's a completely different frequency. So what happens to the anatomy of a woman's body is that there is this pole that runs up and down. There's also kind of these curly like wave frequencies that kind of fall out from outside of the body, right? Um, that flow out, fall over the cascade, over the bio curls. And so... Think of it, I mean, it literally, from the outside, it would kind of look like, I could see how it would look like a tree. Now, not like your everyday tree, but kind of, what's the tree, like a willow tree or something like that, with the flying branches. So the tree of life didn't come from the woman calling her by the tree of life, or Asha calling her by the tree of life. It came from some entity or being saying, there's something that we can use a tree of life, because we can feed off of this body. So this is why you have to be very weary and trust me, it's not just in religion, but I will use a Bible example that's not just there. So what happened is that between the Bible, between, and I don't want to say what happened is the end all be all. I don't know. This is all speculation, but between the Bible, between certain practices or practices at colleges. So a lot of fraternities, especially at Ivy League schools and different colleges, there's certain practices in these fraternities that were able to lock a power in, plus an overall structure that was built. Well, what's happened, what hurts you, heals you. That's the story about Shun and the pumpkin, and I can feel my energy kind of dying. So I, I research the story about Shun and the pumpkin if you haven't. It's very, very powerful. So um, certain practices that were done to keep an energy underneath enslavement have stopped being done. So... I don't like to say the white man because it's not the white man. It, it's, it's nothing to do with the white man, but I'll, I'll use it for the sake of the skin color was white that these people were doing. And that same, those are also people that are now freeing us because these practices between the breakdown of people trusting religion, because the Bible is the one of the largest forms of dark magic. When I read it, I literally feel weak. I literally feel sick. And I feel like I was written out of the Bible. 
that. And I think what I'm feeling is the amplified stuff. What happens to a lot of them when they're reading their Bible, right? But if you notice that prayer, you open expanded. So that, boy, I'm feeling really weak. Okay, I don't know if I can keep this podcast going. So just anyway, that combined with the, um, the certain systems not being practiced are allowing a lot of downloads, a lot of things to come through, which is why so many people having downloads, so many people having breakthroughs, so many people having perspectives because so many more energies can enter in. This is good because the other way wasn't working. This is also bad. And I want to be, I want to be very, very careful. I don't want to say the white man. Like, I hate using that term. I just want to say the word the colonizers or something because I went to an event the other and the guy was super nice, but I felt so bad because he was like going on and on about like the white man, the white man, the white man. And I'm like, yeah, not all white men did this. (laughs) Like, I was like, like, we're people, you know what I mean? Like, we're literally everybody's a people. And I'm trying not to, um, yeah. I love the white men in my camera room. They treat me like I'm a goddess. They're super nice. They're like, and I've met a plenty of really nice, caring white men. Um, so I've also been raped by thousands, um, especially when I was living in Florida. So anyway, moving on. So what happens is that pole is waking up and it starts to vibrate. And depending on which one you originally were, right, which bikini you originally had kind of hidden within your body, it's going to give out a certain frequency that you may not be aware is there. Okay. And then as it vibrates more and more and more, your body is, can be put in more pain because the body physically isn't used to having a vibration like that. Now, way back when there was a woman whose entire body was able to hold this high vibration, it was seamlessly seamlessly integrated into her body right so she wore it like one of those seamless panties or whatnot and just beautifully laid on but it was literally her fragrance was interwoven into her body and so what's happened it's kind of separating frequencies and it's been done to both men and women so if men case if you think about a morning wood right you think about men have a morning wood well women will talk about this but they actually have an equal equivalency of that and a lot of times um, that actually has electronic, electromagnetic um, charge to it, right? Because we're sexual beings and erotic beings, right? And so erotic for women, sexual for men. And so what happens is the body can't handle that frequency, and so it needs to release it. So how does it release it? It releases to, you know, coming. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, because the body like literally can't handle it. So it's learning to expand to hold the frequency. Plus, there's other things that I'm not comfortable sharing that go on behind the scenes. So earlier when I was talking about in part one about how like there'll be a, a training method to bring out more women's Aphrodite, more women's Alphys, more women's Lolita, which you can translate to see just a bikini way to say more to bring out more of her quads, to bring out her lower glutes, top of her glutes, 
to bring out her obliques and make them pop a little bit, right? To balance out her calves. So this energetically has to be done in the spiritual realms or the divine feminine realms with your body, whatever you believe in. I don't know that we have the perfect recipe for that because what has been done is insanely serious. Like I shared before, the how I realized that the energy that I was seeing literally like float out of my most feminine part of my body, I realized that it was actually meant to go up, right? And it's almost like something doesn't want us to have our highest potential, which is really crazy. This goes for both men and women. So men are in this too and what you definitely don't want as this world is like cracking down on this whole thing of masculine da, 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 no you need that the most we need the strong healthy masculine containers the most right now especially as your frequency becomes lighter softer more lingerie like um now ultimately even though i'm using sexual examples when you're through your transformation, it doesn't feel sexual like that at all. You feel healthy, you feel vibrant, you feel alive. When this, so here, think of it this way. Your body's a person and it's nourished by a special electromagnetic field. Well, if someone fucked with the electromagnetic field, some, someone, something fucked with the electromagnetic field, it's not erasing, they fucked with the electromagnetic field, so that way they could take advantage of the body. Um, and what I can notice is the more I'm in pain, it's like that pole that's within my body has come to the surface. When it's come to the surface, men, left, right, they cannot i'm not giving them a pass but men start raping me uncontrollably it's like a predator response like a switch goes off which kind of explains why i don't like to leave the house but that's another story for another day um our bodies are also super powerful, capable of doing different things. Um, but let me just come through and walk you through the transformations real quick because I'm already 11 minutes and I will need to be mindful of my energy. So I divided this into five stages. Stage one or phase one, you might have start, and the, before I say this, within training, there's mesomorph, ectomorph, or endomorph. You know what, let me just say this first, and then we'll go back to the mesomorph, endomorph, and ectomorph. Okay, so phase one, start physically having a hard time doing the everyday things and know that these are just the highlights there's more within these phases so in phase one 
you start physically having a hard time doing the, the things that you would typically be able to do. So for me, it was, this is a horrible example, but you guys have to understand, I have a background of running. This was how I dealt and handled stress, um, kind of had some very traumatic, horrible things growing up. And so I always dealt with it with running. That was my safe haven. That was my escape. Run multiple miles a day and super bad uh, shoes, which is a no-no. And I actually had a few bosses buy me shoes because they knew like she's ruining her body for the rest of her life. And they're right, I have. <laughs> um, because that really messes with your feet. So if possible, please invest in good footwear. Now I know I'm sounding old because I remember being younger and hearing like people say that and being like, well, how do they, like I can't afford X, Y, and Z. And they knew, and I think some of them knew it and that's why. You know, I've been left out of cold by a lot of people, but I've also had a lot of people give me a warm cup of tea and some hot cocoa when they did not have to. <laughs> and so I hope in some part, wherever you're in this journey, this this is that warm cup of cocoa for you. Because I, I can't believe people do that for me, and I would love to pay it for with somebody else. But for me, so I physically having a hard time was when I was 26.2 and I wanted to run a private marathon because the marathon's 26.2 miles. Every mile represent a year of my life. Wasn't able to do that. Um, but wait, let me correct it. Girl, I finished. I did do it, but I was unable to train and it took me forever. I'm not even going to say my time. Okay, fine. I'll say it's like seven hours during this marathon. And like that's known as the mints, like my time was like non-existent. Believe it or not, it was a run, but it was like a jog type of thing. And this is something I would have been able to do just like that. So I know it's a horrible example. Um, but trust me, if you knew my background as a runner, you'd be like, oh, okay. Um, another thing would be when I moved into Texas and I completely could not move my body. And I remember my friend Courtney was so up. She was like, holy crap, like what's happening and like when you go to the doctor like I didn't have insurance it was oh and I did go to the doctor early in my transformation he laughed at me okay so anyhow so start physically having a hard time energy is shorter um you might begin to eat a lot of salty foods like french fries Chipotle chips, <laughs> so your frequency is beginning to begin. Digestion, gut, stomach problems. You're beginning to have a lot of symptoms of what people refer to as chronic fatigue. Okay, so this is essentially that hidden pole that's within your body lighting it up, right? The next phase starts happening into feminine energy. Um, this normally comes with a uh, typically comes with a pretty dark feminine awakening story. It doesn't have to. I remember um, Aisha King Baines, may she rest in power, shared, uh, she's such a goddess. And side note, it kind of stinks how many people I now say, I now see teaching her stuff when she's the one that initiated like everything. And they don't even give her credit. And she died um, last year, super, super young. Um, she really groundbreaking stuff. She she was like forerunner for a woman to 
of online courses teaching women how to use. She looked at all the power treatises, realized that every single power treatise that exists today was written for men. And so she, using her own knowledge, she created a set of power treaties for women, which now that she's died, other people are teaching her stuff without giving her credit. Really pisses me off. But Aisha K. Fain said that if you look at the hero's journey, there's a journey usually outside of yourself, right? And we have all these women walking in a, in a hero's journey, and it's actually a journey for men, right? It's just like you fight this, fight this thing, fight this demon. Though, it's more our masculine energy journey. It's probably a better way to say it. The feminine energy journey is going to be involves some kind of form of death and rebirth. Okay. So, begins with feminine energy, ends with eroticism. And it just is an event that completely breaks you open. So, transformation or phase number one. Start physically having a hard time doing things that you would normally do. Symptoms of chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, digestion, gut, stomach problems. Energy may be shorter, just like your phys not in spirit sense, but just physically, your energy may not be energy feels you'll have enough energy to do the stuff that you would throughout the day. Might be drawn more to salty foods, which I know is doesn't sound like a whole thing, but what's so interesting is the more womb healing you do, the more salty foods that you'll do until you rise at your transformation. At like the better you get at holding your, I call it your sex appeal, but this electronic charge being fully in every single cell of your body, then the less actually you'll want of the greasy foods. So it's it's all a thing. It's a physical alignment with it. Then we have uh, phase number two, start tapping into your feminine energies to go through some type of life event that breaks you in. And it's literally like you're being forced to go into your closet and pull out a new lingerie dress. And not just the new lingerie dress, it's the bondage set. Phase number three, your body starts to vibrate at a level you're unaware of. That's what happened to me. So so after my little brother died, that's when the slut shaming began. And at the time, I wasn't conscientious of what it was called. Uh, years down the line, well, not years actually, it was only a space of two and a half. Um, so was that like 24? 24 to 26 months later, I am being raped in addition to being slut shamed. Um, and this is not, I always don't really know what to call it because I'm like, no, it, it definitely was rape because it's someone entering my body without my consent and it hurts. And I feel it in areas of my body which should not be possible. I won't even expand on that. I, and yes, they're clothes, but that just adds, that just makes it scary. Like, anyway, um, I think it's merciless. It's just, who do you go to for that, right? But your body starts to vibrate at a level that you're unaware of. Um, going back to phase two, there actually can be like kind of a shimmering to your skin. Now, a lot of these changes that I'm saying, you won't see because a lot of women, a lot of women, a lot of men, a lot of children, not actually not children, but especially as you get older, 
there's that passage in the Bible, that verse in the Bible talks about your eyes are covered, like their eyes have been veiled. So a lot of people's eyes have been veiled. So um, they're reacting to me. You're like, well, Jasmine, we're all, where's all the people that, if you're saying that these chains happened to your body, where are all these people that saw it? Because you clearly had like a very public job at one point you were out and about. Honey, those are the people that were beating me. <laughs> and they didn't know why, but they were, well, anyway, we won't go into the level of it. Masculine woman and men are drawn to your polarity. So Dr. Uber, Andrew Huberman talks about this. He's a neuroscientist. I believe it is at Stanford. He talks about that a lot of lesbian and gay women. Um, I don't know if it goes for transgender, but... I'm guessing it wouldn't because of what I'm about to next say, but they're able to hear higher frequencies. And so I actually, um, and I've shared this publicly here, I've had a really hard time with, I mean, I've been thrown out, out of every tribe. The LGBTQ plus tribe has probably shunned me the most um, because it got to a point where I literally was wearing long fingernails, hoping that I could stop. This is gonna sound funny as hell, but it's not funny. Hoping I could, I could, I could let them know. And it's just apparently it's the world's biggest taboo. So it's just showing how ignorant I am. Um, and if people get canceled for saying what I'm about to say, for saying what I'm saying here, but I would have so many women hate hit on me. And their girlfriends would be furious. And like, I would walk into a room and their girlfriends would be like, back off my woman. And I think sometimes within that community, their uh, cheating can kind of be a thing. And I'm guessing it's a thing because of the frequency. So sometimes they might be, um, let's say if one person has a more masculine frequency, they're attracted to a more feminine frequency. And so there also has to be a person kind of in between. So I think maybe it just caused more confusion. But the body's literally breaking down. So my body's literally breaking down. I'm in so much insane pain that whereas perhaps now I have more of the consciousness sometimes <laughs> to be able to hold my own when my body is collapsing in pain because I've just been in pain for so long. Um, especially back then, I didn't have a thing to stand up for myself. So that made me even more beaten. And then it magnifies it more because you're like, oh, people are reacting this way. I, people like, or they think, oh, well, you're getting pretty privileged. This is not an, an LGBTQ plus situation, but on, on general, if I think, oh, you're benefiting from pretty privileged, let me let me give you this because you get other things easier. Well, why are we calling privilege privilege when men jack off on you? But anyway, yeah, you know, that's the thing. You literally, it's like you become this tree of life that people jack off on control of you too. I don't know what happens. Anyway, um, while women are have like hackshaws and they're, chop, they're chopping off at the bottom of your tree trunks. And trust me, I know what I'm saying. It's not something that oh, that a ton of people can react to. But I shared this to one woman and she said, it sounds like you're almost becoming a tuning frequency, which 
perhaps at some point might have been a really a, a, a great thing. But women, we don't appreciate tuning frequencies. So I have this guitar um, that my mom gifted me from my aunt in church who was like, uh, who was literally like a like part of the family. And she passed last year. And so this car means a lot. And um, she played guitar and sang hymns. And she'd always do it around the campfire. And but one of the strings are broken, right? So it's like I could take a, a, I have to study getting restringed. Or even if you think about a note on a, on a piano, it's a tuning frequency. So you have this, and then you can kind of tune it. It's been forever since I've tuned, tuned things. But I think I believe the concept is you can tune it to that note, tune it to the frequency. Well, we as women, we don't work that in that way. When, when Maureen won the Olympia, there apparently there's so many other, I'm not just apparently because it happened, there were so many other competitors who they were not sportsmen like at all. They were not just sore as losers, they were like rude. Like she doesn't even deserve to be there. And this lady, like I said, she's fought a good eight plus years to be on stage, right? And she's so graceful, so classy about it. Same thing with Ashley Coltwasser. She competes, I think, people always joke and say, oh, well, she's done 75 times. You know what number she says? Because she competes a lot in shows and people get upset. They're like, oh, she's taking up spots because um, the first, like, one or two people that are in a, that win a competition can go on to, I don't really know how it works, but it's something to the equivalent of you, there's different bodybuilding competitions within that are certain ones that are nationals if you get the first two at nationals again i do not i'm making up this i'm making up how this competition laws work but if you get a certain two for nationals then you can compete for the olympia okay so that's kind of the flow of things um Well, <laughs> people always joke because they're like, well, since Ashley won the Olympia a few years back and physics have changed since then, but since she's won in a few years, which same physics have changed since then, this is this whole, this whole conversation is about, but I'll circle back to that. Um, of course, she wants to still compete. She still wants to see what she's able to do with her physique, right? People are like, well, because you won the Olympia, you're qualified for life because you get qualified for life, right? So she doesn't have to compete in all the extra competitions, but she does. She's always changing her package, always enjoying it, pushing herself. But she gets so much hate to the point, to the point where one of the podcasts, she calls herself the cockroach. She's like, yeah, I'm the cockroach of bikini. And literally, I hate to say it, but the other girls treat her like she's the cockroach of bikini. And 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 I get that, like, it's so much easier to say, oh, well, girl, just don't worry. Just don't do a thing. But energetically, it takes a toll on you. That's one of the things I learned from getting off of social media. And I love you guys on this podcast. That's one of the things I've also learned about not doing this podcast. Like, yes, I'm recording this episode. Y'all haven't heard from me in a minute. 
And I went back in the stats and I list and I I never broke down the cities that the people were listening to. I always just looked at the states and the countries. And I was like, dang, this is why I'm vibration is feeling the effects of this because of the people that listen to this podcast. I looked in the cities, I was like, I know who this I know who these people are. <laughs> you know, these are the people that and something might say hi gorgeous to other people, you know, getting that idea kind of influence from something that they see me do or use my training principles with other people. But when it came to me, like smashed me on the head with a hammer. And I wish I was being um I wish I was being overly dramatic, but no. <laughs> when I was at my brokest point and bleeding, those are the people that poured salt on. And I don't know why we, I have no idea why we act like that with tuning frequencies, you know? So it should be a, a tuning frequencies of something potential and taking our attitude, our approach to sex of this thing, what's the highest form of sex appeal I can sculpt within the body, right? You know? And like someone higher even saying that. And what's both the feminine and the masculine form of that? And then someone taking advantage of that and saying, we're going to limit that way this highest point cannot exist. And we're going to create different things out of that. Because what happens is that you can, um, unhealed traumas create demons within people, literally. And since women are creatures of energy, you can use it to create in it to be creatures of energy for their advantage. I don't know how we got back to that. So let me just, girl, I don't even know where we are. So let me just review the phases. Phase one, stop physically having a hard time doing simple everyday things. Your energy is shorter. You may be more drawn to saltier foods. Digestion, gut, stomach problems. Your brain might have again symptoms of what people refer to as chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia is another word for it. Um, I don't know why this is coming to me right now because I'm just trying to recap real quick. But you know how people say the Holy Spirit is not actually that? It's when the Spirit becomes holy, which means it reaches a certain electromagnetic frequency. So just as we go through a physical maturity as we age, you also reach to go to a special electromagnetic frequency um, as you age too. And good luck being that frequency, babe, because this shit is no joke. <laughs> um, which is why it's super important to make sure that you do things like eat right, train right, work out right, have the fruits and veggies. Like, it wasn't supposed to be this way. It was supposed to be this natural, beautiful transformation where you get to explore the highest potential of your body. It was literally supposed to be the most laundry-like thing in the world. It, that's what it was meant to be. Phase two, you go through an event that completely breaks you open. Again, that was not, that wasn't that, that step was not supposed to have to be that. It was supposed to be as your little girl, you're being like, baby girl, make sure that like, let's expand you as many ways. So that way the full frequency of, frequency of Asher can come through. You know, so I'm like, let's, let's do everything we can we do. Is that way you're full, like, um... It's called a god frequency, but that way your full masculine frequency can come through your body. That's what it's supposed to be. So that's what it's supposed to be. Phase three, your body starts to vibrate at a level you're unaware of. 
you'll um, there's an increased polarity, and so masculine men and women are going to be drawn to you. One thing Camion taught me is that there is such a thing as healthy masculine. Um, I'm just keeping um, talking about that because I just want to mention that because the world's so full of so much toxicity. Um, but at the same time, it's full of so much exploitation of women. And I have to say, nothing on either side, nothing is more worse, though, than a toxic woman. Nothing is more worse than a toxic woman. And I also have to say, it would have been so much more easier as if, just like men are connected to their dicks, women need to be connected to their vaginas. I hate the word pussy, but I say, women need to be connected to your pussy. Because just like how any man can tell you that his dick has a thought, has a thing, like that X, Y, and Z, to some extent, that shit also protects him. Although, yes, it's been taken too too far. Um, women are not connected to their pussies and vaginas at all. And I don't know why we have that double standard because this would make this whole thing easier if, if you were connected to it. And, you know, when I was working at Victoria's Secret, I would often see women come in and buy new lingerie and reset their underwear set after going through a big breakup or a huge life change. Um, and even any time that there was something going wrong in the environment, whether it was like a snowstorm came, something like that, the next day they would be buying buttloads of panties. And I believe that that mixed with what I shared earlier about how I always like will tighten down on my diet or do different things for my body. Um, even buying like lingerie to soften the body just in general as women. These are ancient arts to an ancient beautification process that we used to do of honoring the goddess. <laughs> of honoring the goddess. Because here's the thing, I've made so many references throughout this about how I built these big wings. The structure wasn't right, right? They're like kind of wings that reminisce in the Victoria's Secret fashion shows. It was Dina Giselle and Adriana and Tyra Banks. And they're, so I threw the structure away. You know, when I moved to Texas, they couldn't fit in my camera. And so I threw them away. But I kept the spiders because they're super expensive. I threw structure away. And then in Texas, I rebuilt the wings. And within those pair of wings, so many women shared their stories about the sparkles inside of them book, right? And then later, I dyed the wings pink. And when I took them with me to Florida, they wouldn't fit in my car. Or, sorry, I couldn't take them apart. I knew they couldn't survive. Now they're breaking down. Um, they're actually where I live now. They're up on my wall. <laughs> they're up on my wall. I was able to put them up on my wall. Um, but in order to fit the wings, there was less that could fit in my car. So it's just, which symbolizes our lives. Sometimes the journeys is going to be less that come along. But just like I gave that thing of wings, I also have this thing above my door. It's a little note. And it says, during my journey, I uncovered a secret set of wings. The body of a goddess are the wings of Asherah. I repeat that. During my journey, I uncovered a secret set of wings. The body of a goddess are the wings of Asherah. One more time. During my journey, I uncovered a secret set of wings. The body of a goddess are the wings of Asherah. And when you look at the original lingerie design of it, it is literally the lingerie design, my personal one, this is very interesting to share with you, 
it is sex with wings, which is why I've um, definitely stopped talking about huge aspects of my transformation. Um, you know, I've shared memories, and the memories sound like they're memories of being a sex goddess, and they're not. They're actually memories of being a sex itself. Now, sex is a very um, highly meshable, blendable frequency or lingerie fabric, right? And um, this is why this transformation is super dangerous. It's super, super dangerous. Um, for me personally, my body started shrinking from the increased assaulting and slut shaming. This goes in within phase three. It's really scary and confusing. Your body collapses more as the transfer. Um, your body collapses more than transformation number one. So level one, body starts co starts collapsing. Well, in level three, it collapses at a deeper level. And then, just how as I said, it's um, very light, kind of Versace-like wave laundry fabric. I remember I had a coach who gave an assignment to go into a store. And try on something. Uh, try on. Uh, not. She said, just go into a very high-end store. She said, you know, she knows from her clients, all women have a hesitancy to go in high-end stores. Go in high-end store and feel like you own it there. And so I ended up doing that. And um, the first store I went didn't go well. I went to a second one. I went to Versace and actually tried on this dress. And it was the most beautiful dress in the world. It was this five hundred. Versace dress <laughs> and um, it's completely sheer but it's just like it takes a special body to hold that dress just like it takes a special body to hold on that frequency now the same Versace store I also tried on the thousand dollar swimsuit which looks like shit on my body that's just to say um sometimes we cannot be wearing the outfits the other people laid out for us boo you gotta hang that back up in the closet <laughs> Sometimes I mean, this, that's a metaphor in so many different ways. If some outfits have been laid up for you, they're like, listen, that's that's not my color anymore. That's not my that's not my cut. Like it's like those prairie dresses from Wrangles Wild are not not the thing for me right now. <laughs> and we can like love that doesn't mean we don't love the person that laid it out on, on our bed. We're just like, yeah, I don't want to wear this one anymore. <laughs> um my dad says he's like you're a little when you found a dress for your legs you like you have, you have to flip a coin like who's gonna who's gonna like like at some point you know you had to get ready for bed and take your bath and stuff but like who's gonna change your dad's dress but she like that's that's what she wants to wear <laughs> so i think i always knew like i think i always like yeah i guess on my mind <laughs> um okay well, it's good to laugh before I move into what transformation four is, because level four is the shit phase. <sighs> your gift starts to open, whatever your gifts might be. Your veil is lifted from your eyes. Your body starts to smell like sex. Remember, it's still laundry design, sex with wings. Um, now, there is a wash that you can use, like a feminine wash. 
that you can use on your body um, from Fem Magic. It's like 25 bucks though. I just use mine on my um I just use mine on my pussy, but yeah, I've noticed when I use it on my all of my skin, it it takes it takes the smell off. It's called Kushiwa. Um, you'll also actually in between phase three and four, like I said, I'm just sharing the highlights of it. But there, your body's literally like could not wear perfume, stuff like that. Um, can't keep men off of you. Which, this is why I'm super grateful for Kim, because it allows me to make money. But I have to kind of, I, I try to like hide that there's, that my body's super high frequency. Which I, I think they can tell anyway. <laughs> I think some of them can pick up there's something differently about my body and about the kind of, because the thing is you can still feel electromagnetic charges being treated. Um especially if my body's all magnetic, which I'm sure in history used to be a good thing, but anyway, but no one can smell me, so that whole, literally like that scent of sex isn't there, and especially when your transformation's just beginning, think about about, about a flower, a flower starting to open, when it starts to open, it's really fresh, as soon as the flower can all the way open, you will be protected, which is why, um, like, I think, like, Asta Marie is, is a great example of this. Like, she talks about, well, I don't want to really kind of go too far into it. But, um, yeah, so if some woman can fully open it, you will be protected in it. But there's some of us, like me, who, let's say, like, if I'm, you ever seen, like, a wedding dress who has that has a super long um, train? And I don't, listen... I'm trying not to be the pinnacle of this. As you see, I, I, I don't come to this podcast. I don't. I've taken down over a thousand of my YouTube videos, deleted my Instagram account. So I'm not trying to be the poster child for this transformation at all. <laughs> I'm just, yes, I come and I, I share I, I share occasional things, but this is not something I want to be a poster child for. Um, but if you're injured... Your aura looks at whoever wants you and gets you. It's like an automatic summoning of them to you. So it's like, it's the scariest thing in the world. It's like that person. This is why you can drive die because of this transformation. Whoever would think of it this way. Okay, so True Bruins talks about how way back when the priestesses used there to be traveling priestesses in the different areas of the earth will kind of get healed from the priestesses going around might literally get healed from some kind of vibrations and i had to tell well i was doordash and i was like i know hey earth i know that you're benefiting from this stage of my healing but i need to do me right also the universe and the earth has designed the world to be self-healing so as you're trying to heal the girl's own thing it's not even really aware of that, but at an energetic level, it's saying like, oh, I could benefit from this healing too, so different things kind of fall into it. That's not necessarily healthy for you. So agency is super, super important in this. Um, 
And once I can fit my wedding dress all the way in, kind of like instead of be hanging out, then it'll be full agency. But until that point, it's highly dangerous. Whoever wants you sexually gets you, summons you, has you, and the polarity is super increased. Keep in mind, it's, I have a hard time saying this because I think of eroticness as a very deep vibration. I don't think of it as a high vibration at all. But this, whatever frequency this is that I'm becoming, it is high as hell. It is light as hell. It is that Versace lingerie just where it's like, it's so high. I used to say like, she is so high that it's super hard to wear. Think about a wings. Just think about wings. Think about the whole example of Victoria's Secret Fashion on wings. You have your body to sex and they have wings. And these wings have a very high vibration to them. And you have to be a several level to wear them. And they're hard as hell to wear. Um, that being said, my hypothesis is, my hypothesis is this, that your, does not matter how high your frequency is, as long as you have the, um, sensuality, the anchorness, the bodiness on the other end. So that's my hypothesis. And my other hypothesis as well is when you're in pain your body shrinks right and the high frequency lift and so one thing that is in the shift phase in transformation form i just wanted to be this bullet point i didn't think it was gonna be like this is that disassociate like literally in order to save itself it's gonna lift itself up right um, and so which case you dissociate because you don't have that frequency there anymore, if that makes sense. So your frequency lifts off, you start to disassociate again, but it can't stay in you because your body's in so much pain that it rips it apart. The frequency is so soft, like the softest lace that's literally being ripped apart within your body. So with me door dashing, you know, um, I was driving someone else's car and it didn't shake as badly as my car shaked. And I realized I'm still in pain driving that car just because my body's already vibrating, right? I went to Texas and I'm like, I need a new vibration, looking for a new vibration. By the time I left, my body was in the same pain. My roommate that moved into, she had a dream of being in pain. Luckily, her house was prayed over by Nigerians. Nigerians, like she let the experience literally saved me literally so weak that when I went from my roommate to my mom's just laid on the ground just laid on the ground couldn't even make it there to drive up um back home when I went to my aunt's house after that could not climb up the stairs and I would just lay there at night really needing to go to the bathroom I almost just got a pail and would almost just use that as my toilet downstairs because I didn't know how I was going to climb up the steps. Uh, I didn't have strength to go up the steps. <laughs> There's even days like that today. So I have to be very mindful. You know, and people see me and they see this fit woman and they think one thing. And it just goes to show you never know a war that someone's really fighting. At the end of the day, yeah, I just... I just kind of miss my little brother. <laughs> so, you know, bigger look at things. Transformation aside, I just want to be happy. And if anyone who knows me likes 
<laughs> Jasmine really is just someone who, I don't know, likes to do arts, crafts, have fun, soak in beauty. So if you're going through hard transformation, please take time to soak in beauty. Isis Jade, one who met along the way, she taught me about the law of delight. It's the first law of the universe. So does that, that diamonds within the core that's running through your body. First law of the universe, the law of delight, um, is that the universe conspires to light itself continually. And it's kind of funny because even Tantra has been made very patriarchal. But Isis is a tantric dakini, so that's pretty, pretty rare. Um, and it's crazy, too, because it's like, I mean, all these people along my journey where, like, at one point, um, okay, well, I'm going. Let me just, so you get penetrated without your consent. Energy is more imprint imprintable, high disassociative phase. Definitely attacked to, again, attack to a lot of salty foods. How to survive it? You treat your body like lingerie. This is why I do my lingerie practices every single day. This is why a lingerie practices, I'm going to pair some like nervous system, saying the word goddess, this enhances, this expands your energy, makes it um, stronger. So definitely work out. Say the word goddess as you work out. That way it opens up this set of lips at your mouth, opens up the other set of lips. Below. And this is why I really actually don't have to share all of this. I can just give someone the practices and say, your body's the most gorgeous erotic lingerie set. And I can show them how to use a completely different nervous system. And as I do that, their own body relaxes and opens. It doesn't have to be this whole thing of, well, literally you are Ashura. Like, who's going to believe me when I say that? <laughs> and then transformation five. Your entire body glows. You feel like soft lingerie inside of an um, angel-like silhouette. You feel lingerie-like and have a fresh, glowy look to your body. Um, and again, this is only different for every woman. So she moves in her own way, which is to say this frequency, this ashra frequency moves differently within every woman's body. I'll repeat that. She moves in her own way. This frequency looks different between every woman's body. Energy becomes very velvety, um, delicate to talk about. Oh, actually, I started off talking about that. I was like, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud. Another thing, too, um, it, it's, it's for me, it's harder to, great, I mean, I've been really having to hone in my practice of having habits as a trainer. Um because it's been like i know vibes come strong through so if i'm desperate for money like that will show through more on cam if i am jealous i feel like that comes through more like everything is amplified envious if i'm lazy that comes through in a self-sabotaging way and i mean i'm an ex-trainer so i know mindset way I know about this but it has been taking me down and that is super embarrassing to admit but like legit so you know living by my training principles and then also I've been personally struggling like how do I say professional in these situations where I'm kind of attacked just because my body hurts so much that you just get tired um there were these practices that I had of two champagne flutes and I would literally move the I call it pink diamond, the femininity, but I just completed that I would move it from one champagne, move the little, I call it crystal, but it's just those 88 cents or 9 cents <laughs> um, 
school of pink stones you get at walmart use it from one champagne flute to the other that has i need really need to get back on that because that's so like having that um has helped another thing is i always order a same calendar every year and i used to mark my workout on my little pony stickers you know i've gone back to it and i actually this is going to sound small but i've had to do different things like I made the mindset of instead of getting My Little Pony stickers, maybe I'll get Disney Princess stickers. Um, side note, if you think about it though, from a Disney Princess perspective, a lot of us have been living the story of Cinderella without knowing it, but that's a whole story for another day. All right, we're all in our Mulan phase. So your transformation is your, your Mulan phase, right? We've had to be undercover. And now a whole lot of women around the world are being revealed, being revealed. But to kind of make it easier, all these adjustments that I know make it easier. Because when I came back, I mean, I literally threw every single anatomy book except for one into a garbage bag. Because I was like, I don't know who wrote this, but it. this is like, I literally am seeing, seeing things differently that people are not like, yeah, I can literally see things differently. Like this is not this is not a woman's strength and conditioning program. I mean, at this point, I mean, it's a men's strength and conditioning program. Um, but doing something small that I could control and changing that, like let me get used to using Disney Princess stickers to track my workouts versus my Little Pony stickers. <laughs> you know, and it seems small, but it's the huge thing. Um, I wish that in the beginning I had, there's so many mindset practices that I wish I'd implemented more. Like, you know how I talk about the links having three phases? So I wish that I had a piece of paper, make two lines down so I have three columns. Column one, old wings. What was the old thought that I had? Column two, new wings. So what's the new thought or experiences I've experienced? Column three, pink wings. So then they dyed the wings pink. Okay, so in that kind of where am I now? That would have been so much healthier to integrate it because this can psychologically wreck your body. Like I'm psychologically wrecked just from this whole, like, I belong to a God. Like I can say the words, but what the hell? Like, how do you go for a walk? Well, I mean, how do you hear the phrase, remember who you are, and you, it keeps on coming to you over a period of years, and it's always coming to you, and all of a sudden you have this memory, this outdoor courtyard thing, and you're being walked to a large group of men, and then you have knowledge of a memory of even, I guess it must have been the time before that, of like, between knowing that you belong to a god, these had to be different things, and Literally, I have memories of being inadamant, inadamant, how do you say it, object. How do you, how, so, yeah, <laughs> having that and my body being physically able to do things that should be impossible and me literally attempting to put a stop to those things because the more that my body remembers of what it used to be able to do and it's kind of scary because it it intuitively knows this the less stuff like forgetting how to put literally like i used to be super great at marketing stuff and 
and creating Pinterest by Pinterest pins. It took me forever to do that. Copywriting, I shared on there, like literally crying as I tried to remember how to put a sentence together. So I have an agility ladder and I can just kind of put myself through agility practices. And what I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for that this is something that I can do myself. I thoroughly wish I could afford healing sessions with Carla and I know that I will. I know that when the time is right, I will. And, um, yeah, I'm glad that the solutions are simple, everyday things. And I'm just trying to remember to really take in that moment and do at least one small thing, you know, that makes me happy within the day. Um, and it's kind of been interesting because there's been... A few moments, like I remember back when I learned about feminine energy, I literally heard and this before any deep spirits thing. I literally heard someone say, "Like we've lost her forever." And I was like, "How do you lose me forever about energy thing, right?" And it was something good, like let's say if it was like the angel of Gabriel, something high up. It wasn't God about something good? And I can see why you wouldn't want me created. I can literally, I can see, I can see why you wouldn't want me created. Um. But I also think that it, I think there's some merit to say that it also depends on the person carrying the sword. So, um, yeah, this doesn't even seem to be the thing to, I mean, I'll definitely put the link below for any through laundry practices, but if anything of this transformation has resonated with you, I don't even know that, like, yes, my program will help every woman <laughs> regardless of where you are but it would probably be a personal email to info at underneath your lingerie.com and it would be like a goddess health session where i can kind of listen to where you are in your transformation cannot say i've mastered anything but if you need kind of some kind of like a relate thing there's simple everyday techniques where it's yes, it's using the underneath lingerie practices, but in a way that's designed for the pattern that you are. Well, I just went into my trainer mode. I was like banging on my laptop. <laughs> All right. Love you. Beautiful day. Um, here's to closing out 2022. And happy Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. Has the epilogue. You always have my beginning epilogue add-ons. <laughs> That's the epilogue. To me, high performance has always cut through things. And so um, it's the highest point of sex appeal while being the ultimate lingerie of lace and really pairing those two together. So the highest point of sex appeal while being the ultimate bikini body of the ultimate lingerie design pattern within yourself. It's not the full download that just came through, but something along those lines. The whole highest point of sex appeal while being the ultimate lingerie lace and pairing the two. Hey, gorgeous. I just want to have a quick addendum. How do I pronounce it to this? Um, so the whole thing was being 
full down of what I meant to say was being the highest point of sex appeal while being the softest lace. Um, and so really having those two paired with each other um, can just about break through anything. But I also remembered that at some point in this, I mentioned mesomorph, ectomorph, and endomorphs. And these are actually body types. So mesomorph, you're going to be more muscular um, type of kind of look, whereas an ectomorph, more thin. Um, endomorph, you're going to be more curvier. So that I used to use like um, uh, J-Lo, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce type of look for endomorph, for um Mesomorph, if you look, think at, um, oh, what's her name? She's married to the surfer. Her name's Gabrielle. But, like, think of a volleyball player because um, they tend to have, like, broader shoulders and, and taper down. Uh, swimmers as well. A lot of them tend to be that. And then ectomorph, well, this is, like, a really bad example because it's been taken way too far. But if you think about um, kind of like Twiggy, like um, like um, some of the when the fashion industry went way too far and they got the girls too thin, that's anorexic, so that's not. But basically, an ectomorph is someone who's super super slender. That's a better way to say it because I'm an ectomorph, but I used to have eating issues, not anorexic anymore. Praise the Lord, but I definitely identify with the whole thing. Um, but this just to say, and I'm not saying ectomorphs and anorexic, I'm not just not saying that at all. This applies to this in terms of the transformation I just talked to. Maybe there's a point here in level one. You're like, well, how come I have, I'm experiencing level one and level three at the same time? I'm experiencing this from level two. I really start with more level two and then level one, level three. It's going to be because it's just like these body shapes that I just shared with you. Whether you're an ectomorph, a mesomorph, or an endomorph, the best thing I can say is that it's going to show up within your training um, differently, right? Um, because just as it's a high vibration, you also have to be a physical health to kind of carry that um, because the vibration is so, I don't use the word powerful or, or strong or or this level of frequency of health that your body is not used to experiencing, but it will physically shut down. That's why it's so important to make sure you have your vitamins, your nutrition. So like everything that I do, it's all about, that there was this Victoria's Secret bra that had that $200 bra on the, on the tag. It said like the sexiness is in the details, like couture details only Victoria's Secret can create. Like you're there, you're here putting couture details Um into your design right so it's all with these these are your details how much you sleep what you eat your practice that you do to refresh and renew, renew your energy you know there's simple things that you can do there's touch points within your ears there's simple motions you can do with your with your hands just ways of moving your body so that's essentially all what i what i teach and some people's transformations might look more like level one, level two, number three. And that's because just as the body shapes, you can be both an ectomorph. The, a great example of this is actually Candace Swinepool. 
um, unless, I never really know how to say her last name, but you know the Victoria's Secret model? She's both an ectomorph and an endomorph, which is extremely rare, extremely, extremely rare. And I think like why so many people are obsessed with that body shape. I know, you know, I definitely was. So yeah, the same thing kind of happened for your transformation. So I just wanted to share that in case that made sense. <laughs> so the last little add-on was the, was the, um, ribbons is just the little card on top of the box so now you have your full Christmas present. <laughs>